0: Subscribe on iTunes and get automatic updates of each podcast episode.
1: Popolitikin.com
2: Yo, what up, y'all? It's Demo from the Mighty Rufus, California. I'm now politicking with Poe on Poe uh, 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 It's still good right now. Right now, right now. You, know, you, know, you know,
1: don't bury me in the cage. love. love, love. Like, like,
2: like. Um, you
3: can move me forward Eric, hey, you can move me more forward, forward, forward. Timing is everything Women and wedding rings Live like you're seventeen Live like you never leave Live like you never leave Live like you never leave Timing is everything Women and wedding rings Live like you're seventeen Live like you never leave Live like you never leave Live like you never leave Um Shorty why you acting? You so sure you know it all then surely why you asking? I was hoping we could trip and board a flight to Aspen We could spend the night in Denver then explore the sights and pass it But of course you can't imagine You want them Louboutins so you could sport the latest fashion Tiffany's and Michael Kors and BCBG baggage Instagram or Twitter feed and Periscope you snapping but I can't say that I blame you In the age of information shit, I can't say that I ain't you. I need them Yeezy boots and black on black and in the grey too Some jeans with missing denim and a shirt that got a label What fashionados we are Ooh, how quickly we forget about what has got us this far You be deep inside these pockets as these colleges are The concept of young and dumb, I find it kinda bizarre Look, timing is everything Women and wedding rings Live like you're 17 Live like you never leave Live like you never leave Live like you never leave Timing is everything Women and wedding rings Live like you're seventeen Live like you never leave Live like you never leave Live like you never leave Don't bury me in the casket Pinky ring hanging out the side of a Aston Aston
1: Aston
3: Aston Aston don't bury me in the, in the ring casket. Pinky ring hanging out the side of the, the ass. Um, Shorty, why you faking? I was hoping we could roll and spend the evening skating. Breakfast by the creek or skip some rocks across the basin. Your head on top my chest together, we lie down adjacent. But of course, I can't explain this. I'm trying to figure out the picture we somehow have painted. We ain't even talking, but we tweet each other daily Subliminal or not? Nah, you just think I'm hatin' Maybe we secretly are Not so secret, we done tweeted what we think that we are This season I shall be the cleanest one in the yard And when I walk into your circle, get the round of applause Ooh, she wasn't ready Ooh, you are so petty Ooh, he flexin' on you Ooh, you get him. <laughs> what a coincidence, man What a coincidence, ma. Timing is everything. Women and wedding rings. Live like you're 17. Live like you never leave. Live like you never leave. Live like you never leave. Timing is everything. Women and wedding rings. Live like you're 17. Live like you never leave. Live like you never leave. Live like you never leave. Time in the zebra dove, women the <laughs> wedding rings. Live like you seventeen. Live like a nine leave. Like leave. Live like you never leave. Live like you never leave. Time in the zebra dove, women the wedding rings. Live like you seventeen. Not like a nine leave. Live like you never leave. Live like you never leave.
1: Welcome back to PolPoliticsing dot com. Your home for self help meets hip hop. Make sure you download our app and subscribe to the podcast. I'm now politicking with the homie Demo. How you doing, bro? Going on, brother. I'm out here chilling, man, living life. Thoroughly blessed. All right. So the first thing, can you talk about your hometown? Let us know where you're from. Um. Yeah. So, so I'm from like a I'm from a military
2: background. Like a lot of people based out of San Diego. You know, we you know a lot of San Diego is a big military town. So. A lot of people who are uh, living in San Diego weren't necessarily born there. And I'm one of those cases. Uh, I moved around a lot. San Diego is where I ended up kind of in my later years and um, you know, kind of like the grown up stages of life, I'll say. Um, and Chula Vista to be specific. Uh, and kind of moved around in that little area uh, for a little bit. So that's kind of like my background. Uh, you know,
1: I moved around a lot, uh, but landed in San Diego. Alright, and give us an interesting fact about you that we might not know. An interesting fact,
2: uh let's 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 see. Um interesting fact is uh I went to school um, at Cal State San Marcos in North County. Um I got uh I got my degree in social science. So which is like a combination of uh uh political science, sociology, and communications.
1: All right. So yeah. you put that in the rhymes?
2: Yeah man. Yeah, definitely. I have a uh on my most recent album, um I have a um I have a, it's called Here I Go. It's an EP. The first first record on there is called Business School and it kind of talks about
1: that type of stuff. So. All right. So, yeah. talk about your career more, just let us know like how long you've been with music, how you got involved with it, everything like that. Yeah man, I've been doing music for
2: like I don't know, it's like over 10 years. Like I think after I hit the 10 year mark, I kind of stopped counting you know what I'm saying? I've been doing it for a minute, you know, started out just putting out little tapes, had a studio in my garage and, you know, and had the homies come over and we'd create music, you know what I'm saying? And put it out, put it out for the high school, the middle school, wherever, wherever I was at at the time. And then, um, I think when I got to college, I started just taking it a lot more serious. And, um, you know, my, my first project was one that kind of infiltrated the university, uh, it was called uh, My Name is Demo, and I, that's when I started doing like a, a, a whole bunch of shows out in the city in North County and kind of just did that whole circ- that whole North County circuit, dropped another album called Emotions, and then that kind of brought us to downtown San Diego and was doing the shows all in downtown San Diego. I mean, all of the areas of San Diego, and then just, you know, just continued to just hone in on my art and, uh, you know, Throughout that time, I kind of went through changes where it was just like you originally just start making music to kind of sound like what you're used to hearing. And then you start learning yourself as an artist and start, uh, you know, making original music that is more to your liking or more to like, you know, that caters to your sound. And that's kind of like how it's been. And um, I think right now I'm more in a stage where it's like, you know, I'm able to be a little bit more free with myself, and free with my music. I'm older. I'm 28 years old um and as you know i kind of the things that i may have talked about back in the day i might not want to talk about no more and now I've st- you know music has changed so much you, it's a lot of melody driven you know so um i think for the most part people who understand and listen to my music they know that i come from a lyrical background most of the most of my music has lyrics or storylines and there's messages that's like the most important part of the art for me and um uh, now it's like more uh, trying to put melody into it and give you something to rock with a little bit. So that's kind of where I'm at now.
1: I say, did you do shows in the southeast? Um,
2: I did. I think I nah, I haven't done anything in the south. Yeah,
1: southeast. You know, so I don't mess with the southeast. <laughs> 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 one, I was trying to see what you was gonna say. Yeah, nah. Uh, I think in uh, North you know, Carolina.
2: A little amount of fan base out there though, uh, just because of like you know friends that have sprinkled around and show show my music. So you know, I got a cool little fan base, but I haven't I wouldn't I haven't done any shows out there, you know.
1: All right. And then what was like the first song you actually heard in hip hop that kind of like turned you on to the, the culture?
2: Um the first the you know what? The first song that I heard that kinda like made me like it just you know it was just like uh it just felt a certain way for me it was actually my first CD that I got uh i can't remember i think it was a c i can't remember if it was a cd or a tape player at the time um but it was and it was a single it was actually a cd because it was a single you remember when the singles used to come out and they would have two songs on it and yeah a single and it had the remix on it that was the first thing i got and it was a uh, black street no doubt all
1: right
2: uh, so that was like the first the first thing that i was like this is you know this is it and uh and then, like, I kind of started growing with, with the music a little bit more. I mean, it was played in my house, like, growing up. But my family was kind of, like, big on like, you know, I guess, like, old school. And I honestly wasn't necessarily, like, a big music person. My dad was, like, really, really into music. He had, like, I just remember, like, he was in the military, so he would go out to sea all the time. And he had just cases and cases and cases of CDs, you know, because that's what they do while they're on the boat. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they had a Walkman or a CD player, and they would listen to music thing. Shit else to do on the boat, you know what I'm saying? So, like, um, so I remember him turning me on and that, and that was the first CD that he got me was that Black Street. And then I think, like, the first project where I was just like, you know, like the first full force project where I just like really fell in love was Nelly Country Grammar. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. But the, the reason is, my family, my family, they're, they're my mom and dad are from uh, they're from, from the St. Louis, L- yeah, they're from St. Louis actual full body at work and and that's an amazing body at work that's one of the only albums in rap history that's gone diamond uh seven or ten seven i think there's like seven albums in rap that's gone diamond nelly country grammar is one of them
1: uh, so you like Chingy too nah
2: (laughs) he was cool when they came out but you know i i didn't gravitate towards like that i think it was more about uh Nelly was able to bring that culture to it and you got the full Saint Louis experience in one album. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I
1: get mad. That first TV was was pretty hard though, that Country Grammar.
2: Nelly Country Grammar was a hard record.
1: Alright. So what how do you describe yourself as an artist? Um I think I think
2: I'm, I'm a storyteller. You know what I'm saying? I, I, so for me, the art is in burying the message somewhere. You know what I'm saying? It's about uh, finding finding the message and how you can how you can uh, dress it up. You know what I'm saying? How you can because you, you can say anything. We all want to say kind of similar things. You know, um, and it's, to me, the art is how you dress that message up. You know what I'm saying? I like to tell stories and I like to use uh, real life scenarios of things that either I go through or people that I, people around me go through and kind of build a story around it. Um, so t- I, I describe myself as a storyteller. If I had to be comparable, you know what I'm saying? If we're going to talk about like who would I compare myself to? I'm amongst the lanes of like a J. Cole or like a, a Wale. You know what I'm saying? Like in that era, uh, that area of music is how I would
1: describe it. Say so. What would you say makes you unique as an artist? Uh,
2: my my uh, perspective. I don't feel like I have a perspective that the perspective that I come from is not heard, and I haven't heard anyone come from the perspective that I come from. Uh, especially being, you know, and I think one of those main things is like, if you go to if you do any uh, rap interview or any anything that you to do with rap, the first this is the first question that you ask me: Where are you from? That's a very, very difficult question for me to answer because I have a background where I moved around a lot. You know what I'm saying? I was born in Illinois. I moved to Hawaii. I moved to Washington State. I then moved to San Diego. I lived in St. Louis for a little bit. Like I moved around a lot, and that's a perspective that gives me a wide lens on just life, you know what I'm saying, and dealing with people. And I don't think that that perspective is necessarily her. We oftentimes get like the same perspective in hip hop, you know, that we're we're fed the exact same perspective from every artist. They just dress it different. And I feel like what makes me unique is I have a different perspective. I see things from a different lens than what I feel like is displayed in in hip hop right now.
1: Hmm. All right. So what are some of your current projects?
2: Right now, we're working on this album called um, Roofless California. And, and and it's kinda just talking about what I just said, that 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 idea of just kinda not really having like a, a, a full home base but being a Californian, which is why we called it woofless you know, but still California. That's just what I feel like I am a heart of Californian. Um and that project started, I think, two years ago, three years ago maybe, and and we filmed a full documentary with it. Uh, and that documentary will probably be come out sooner than the album would, to be honest, because we've created so much music trying to make this album that it's like, I have enough music right now to drop three albums if I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? And then also hip hop has changed in the last three years. Rap has changed. Pop has changed. All of that, the music, you know what I'm saying, has just changed so much. So some things, you know, sometimes things don't stand the test of time. Not every record that I write is going to stand the test of time um and then there's some that i feel like will always stand the time it's test the time even with like my last project so like i think what's gonna happen is uh i explained that to say that i think what's gonna happen is i'm gonna end up putting out probably another ep uh before the end of the year and then maybe at the top of the year uh next year drop an album because i just have so much music i don't like storing that i feel like a lot of the music is is very good and um it needs to get out, but. It, I'm, I'm real big on seeing a big picture and like putting out bodies of work. And if you look at my catalog, like I have bodies of work as opposed to like just a whole bunch of random singles. I do that as well, but I have full bodies of work that I'm really proud of. And I feel like that's what that's like, kind of like my bread and butter is like, you get a storyline within a body of work. And so I want to, I want to be able to put that out. So I think what I'm going to do is put out like probably like a small, either, either EP or a short album um, at the, before the end of the year and then we'll drop something else towards the middle of the year next year it Probably, which will probably be that Rufus California album but for sure that documentary will come out and it's I mean we've got through my team I mean we've created like we're in the editing phase of that documentary and it's already about 20 minutes long you know what I'm saying and it it, it follows my life story and And like uh, my upbringing, we went back to uh, we went back to Washington State, my elementary school, all of that. You know what I'm saying? And and we have all of this met with my old teachers. You know what I'm saying? Like went to my old neighborhoods, all of that. And that full story is explained through the album. But I think it's going to be visually is a visual piece of art when the documentary comes out as well.
1: So what are some of your interests and hobbies outside of music?
2: Uh, Going to the gym. (laughs) That's like my therapy, man. Like um,
1: often you go work out.
2: I'm about to go work out right now, man. I go I go five to six days a week, you know? And that's what that's why I, that's why I learn music, too. You know, that's why I listen to music. I listen to new sounds. I zone out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I like to do is just hit that gym, you know, and listen to music and kind of just hear what else is out there and at the same time just be pumping that weight.
1: All right. So what motivates you to make music?
2: Um, I think that I'm a writer at heart. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that... Um, I enjoy writing. I feel like I have a story, um, and I and I in the fact that I have an interesting perspective. I feel like there needs to be a voice for for this perspective because even though even though let's say you're not from a military background and you can't really relate to that, there's a lot of people in the world who moved around and don't really have this home base. And what happens is you kind of like drift towards what you think you're supposed to act like or what you think that you're supposed to sound like or what um, what, you're, what you're just used to seeing the people who look like you or what you kind of like want to be and like that, that this moving around uh, culture and like kind of growing up like that is not really represented, represented, you know, it's, it's,
1: uh, it's, it's, just yeah, that's how Tupac was though. <laughs> but, Tupac was like
2: that. To, yeah, you're 100% right, but did Tupac talk about that? No,
1: he didn't talk about it though, but yeah, he from New York. Oh. Tupac talked to. he's from New York, but most people,
2: let's say, let's say you're not from, let's say you're not
1: from this hip hop background. He, if you talk about Tupac, what you going to say, West Side? Even uh, Master P too, because Master P was from Cali, but he kept, he's very where they South. T- Snoop yeah. too. You remember Snoop? Snoop from Mississippi. Yeah. What they talk about. Cali? Yeah. yeah. They pick
2: somewhere and that's where they relate to, like, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying that this perspective is not necessarily represented in rap. hmm
1: you know?
2: not really, you don't really hear about it. You hear about it in the interviews, you know what I'm saying, when you ask him about it or something like that. Uh, there's a couple people like that. It's, I think Pac is probably the biggest one because Pac really did, that was really what he was, you know what I'm saying? But Pac came out here and was like, that's, he just honed it in and like, <laughs> the epitome of what West Side rap should be, you know what I'm saying? Like that is what it is, you know what I'm saying? And he's more, you know, he's more Oakland than, than most Oakland niggas type shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean because like that's really you know he, he embodied that you know he embodied that spirit um but yeah man what was what was the original question on that one uh
1: no I'll just ask you what motivates you
2: yeah just that perspective and uh, uh the way that I grow up and then i just enjoy writing you know what I'm saying I feel like even if there wasn't a beat behind it, I was still write, you know what I'm saying I feel like before I'm even a before I'm a musician I'm a writer you know what I'm saying
1: All right and if uh what what would you say the keys to success are in life? The keys to
2: success. As cliche as it sounds, it's practice. You know what I'm saying. But I think I think um, the, the thing about success success is uh, is how you define it. You know what I'm saying? Because who's to say what what your success is? I think to me, it's like success is like whenever you fulfill fulfilled. You know what I'm saying? Whatever you're doing. You know, if you if you can at the end of the day feel like you change you know like what you like in your body in your heart you feel like you know you accomplish something like you feel fulfilled then that's your success so it just depends on on how you define success. For me it's it takes a lot of practice. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of work uh uh persistence you know perseverance you know what I'm saying like you can't stop especially in a game like this where it's oversaturated it's an oversaturated market everybody's trying to do this you know what I'm saying and you got to be able to keep your vision. You got to be a visionary and be able to stay strong to your vision. You know what I'm saying? And eventually, you become successful.
1: And Then, where do you see your career in five years?
2: Um, mm, man, I'm. I, to be honest, I want to sign to a. I want to sign to a label. I want to sign to a label. I want to get a. I want to get a a machine behind me to help me put this out because I feel like I have a lot of good music and it's as as easy as it can sometimes seems to be able to just put your. Put your music out. It doesn't, you know. If you don't have, sometimes if you don't have that machine behind you, it's really hard to get it out to the masses. So that's where I see myself in five years, at least being on the on the back end of a deal or um, in the middle of a deal so that I can eventually break out and do my own thing but I need help to get it out to the people especially with my type of music it's not necessarily a lot of club records it's not something you really know, that's going to travel through through the base through through clubs you know and and build a buzz that way I tell stories you know what I'm saying like I got uh, I have storylines and things like that and you got I need people to I need masses to hear it and grow a, a consistent strong fan base strong
1: following um, so that's why I see myself being on a label I mean what advice would you give to a new artist um
2: I, f- I feel like the best thing you can do is learn yourself you know what I'm saying learn learn who you are and then trust the process and don't don't allow yourself to stop learning who you are because you grow don't get st- don't get boxed in but you've got the best the best piece is like trust the process it's all going it's everything is happening for a reason it's all going um it's all gonna mean something in the end it's all gonna like you make this record and then maybe this one night might not be the one but that one is gonna is gonna introduce you to a sound that maybe gave you the record that is the one you know what i'm saying so you gotta trust the process
1: all right and do you feel social media is important absolutely
2: um it's i mean it's uh it's a good way to get your stuff out you know uh if 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 i was an artist i don't know i don't know if i would really use social media that much but for from an artist perspective hell yeah like
0: <laughs> you know what i'm
2: saying like use and do it right though you know what i'm saying that's your resume your art as an artist social media is your resume that's what people are looking at that's your that's your front page you know what i'm saying it's it's a free website in a sense you know what i'm saying
1: which one you use the most or you think the uh, most effective
2: Instagram and Twitter, probably Instagram, just because of the visuals. I like I like that, but sometimes I want to say some shit. So uh, Twitter. Uh, I'm not really that big on Facebook, uh, Snapchat here and there. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, but yeah, Instagram and Twitter is probably the ones I use the most. All
1: right, so I want you to give us a life hack. So something that you use in your life that improves it dramatically that people might not know about. When you make your peanut butter and jelly sandwich,
2: put the jelly on top of the peanut butter. Don't put it on the other, sal- other side of the sandwich. Put it on top of the peanut butter. That'll be an amazing sandwich.
1: I'm telling you. That's the <laughs> idea. All right, I gotta try that. So, yeah. what would you like to say to uh, all your fans? People been supporting your career so far. Um, uh, shit. Thank you. You know what I'm
2: saying? Thank you for thank you for the support. Um, I need I need my fans to to trust the process with me because. It's a lot of people that you know. They hear the music and they're like, "How is this not gone yet? How is it not? How, how come you haven't gone? Because it's not my time yet. When the time is right, it's gonna happen. Just keep supporting, keep following, keep reposting because that shit goes a long way. And then like when you see my shit, like my statuses, you like my like my pictures. Comment and keep sharing the music. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it out to the people.
1: Sound like you got some Sixer fans over over there. Some 76er fans you keep saying, "Trust the process." Oh.
2: Man, I was saying that before that. I was
1: saying, <laughs> before, oh, they, they-
2: but I am an Iverson fan. But Sixers, nah, I'm not really, I'm not really rocking with it right now. But uh, shit, but they gotta trust the process too. They need to trust the process. It's about that time for them now.
1: Uh, I want to say thank you for coming through politics with me. That's right. You want to give me your social media and everything?
2: Uh, follow my social media at this is T H I S I S D M O on everything. And then, so that's Facebook, or that's Twitter, that's uh, Instagram, that's Snapchat. And then um, my website is thisisdemo.com. Download my music on uh, Apple, Tidal, Spotify. Just type in D M O, here I go, and everything will pop up for you.
1: PoePolitikin.com.
2: Yo, what up, y'all? It's Demo from the Mighty Woofers, California. I'm now politicking with Poe on Poe Politicking. Draft. draft, draft. Real, clever, real man, clever, man. Real clever. I lost my favorite sunglasses in the summer of
3: 2012. We ain't seen the shade since. Butch a lot of lames in that all white Benz Nine five shades with the off white trim It ain't even summer but it feel like this California rain comes seldom clever Surround on the sound and increase the flow Pound for the pound I'm the king you know Haters didn't want a nigga seed to grow Throwing salt on another wide season flow A lot of late nights Arsenio Glass full of Pinot Grigio Class graduated my degree you know Add to the things that I achieved before This right here my chance to say Air it all out like a can of spray Might go and even get a band to play Make them wonder how a nigga got the answer sway Worry about the past on the man today This a real estate from a land away I can innovate but you can't relate The rain never even had a chance to stay Shut up Switch a lot of lanes in that all white bins 9-5 shades with the off-white trim, it ain't even summer but it feel like this, California rain comes seldom, 2013 in that all black bean, Stressing it in them on them all black jeans, click full of winners and they all got dreams, California rain comes seldom, <laughs> 2013 in that all black bean Stressing it in them on them all black jeans Click full of winners and they all got dreams California rain comes seldom, clever Tell these record labels I'm approachable Live for the line with these vocals ho We ain't even really hit the road before All of a sudden niggas drinking Folgers though Never let them tell you where you supposed to go the element of change will expose the growth The element of hate will expose the foes Never address shade in the poster rope. Only vintage pics on my IG Cold saline in my IV Only real rap on my top three Andre stacks Pac, B.I.G. This right here, my turn to speak Soon come talk, I turn the key The heat come around in the third degree The rain never even had a turn to beat Shut up Switch a lot of lanes in that all-white Benz Summer, but it deal like this. California rain comes seldom. 2013 in that all black bean, stressing it in them on them all black jeans. Click, full of winners and they all got dreams. California rain comes seldom.